Back at it again. Again. What's going on, man? Shit. 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 We're, we're just telling a story at the end of the day. You can enjoy a fully clothed, <laughs> totally platonic cuddle session. Not sure, Not sure. Uh, what we're doing. <laughs> are, but they, are these lines safe? Yeah, we, we can literally say anything we want. Talk mad shit. Please continue to follow us. Um, you yeah. can find us on all social medias. Uh, all social medias. All social medias. All yeah. podcasts. Uh, Everywhere that you can listen to a podcast, we're pretty much there. Hopefully this works, dude. God, let me let me turn up the volume a little bit. What is that? First twenty five minutes of trying to figure out how to record video still to fail, <laughs> to only fail. Yeah. We're we're fucking awesome at this. <laughs> oh, what would you call it? Quarantine podcasting. <laughs> Quarantine podcasting, man. Hey, whatever it takes, dude. Yeah, social distancing. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Just think, it just took a pandemic for you to finally not have to hang out with me. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> That's yeah, it. National emergency. Oh, jeez. Well, shit, man. How was your day? For real. I can actually ask you this. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was... Uh... It was different. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, you know, I think every I'm, we're dealing with the same bullshit everybody else is dealing with. Man, trying to figure out the world now. Uh, you know, I mean, getting used to. You know, my kid's got cabin fever. He's 19 months old, so you can't explain shit to him. Is he really you know, like? Is he like, really like losing his shit, being stuck inside? Oh yeah, man. Like wow. he, we will take him out in the backyard and he'll play for like an hour and then you like bring him back inside and he immediately like runs to the front door so that he can go out that way. Like he wants to just constantly outside. be out doing other things, man. Like he misses his friends and shit. Like I get it, you know, and wow. he's tired of just seeing the same four walls and like we cleared out a spot in the basement. We, you know, we set up all this shit for him to play with down there. And he's like, cool. It, it's no different. I don't give a shit. <laughs> he's like, this is, I, I'm further away from outside. You sons of bitches. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. don't fucking. He's like, just cause it's cold down here does not mean I give a shit. <laughs> it is not any better. Oh so, shit. That's funny. You know, and then work is, dude, work is work. You know, my, at least I, I continue to have a job. Um, yeah, which I know a lot of other people don't, uh, you included. Yeah, uh, well, so. you know that. Yeah, mine started today, but dude, it, it it's bittersweet because like, don't get me wrong, like, I want the paycheck, and, and I and I totally dig my job, but dude, I don't love the idea of being out in public. You know what I'm saying? And so I'd rather be like, okay, look, I'll take the pay cut. I, I, you know, I sucked it up and I collect unemployment during this little temporary layoff. And I can at least peace of mind, you know, be at home with my kid or, you know what I'm saying? And not, not, not have that stress added to it. So I'm like fucking, you know what? I'm, I'm all right with it. 
Like it is yeah, what man. it is. You know what I mean? I'll go back to my job once this shit is over. So. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would, I'm lucky enough to be able to continue to work. So I'm happy about that. Right. Um, you know, and, and I'll tell you though, like, you know, the quarantine or social distancing or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, in Kentucky, like, I mean, first off, I want to say like a big shout out to our governor who is, you know, you might not agree with everything that is going on, but he's been killing it, man. Dude, Bashir uh, is the shit, dude. And there's an entire like Facebook group page, like talking about like how dope this dude is, man. They're calling him like big dick Bashir or something. It's hilarious as fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to give him props, man. He's, he's making some hard decisions. Like he's doing some hard shit, but he's, he's saving lives, man. And I, and I give him props for that. Dude, the way he Uh, just, the way he's handling himself, like dude, as, as hey, welcome to your new job, dude. Here's a fucking pandemic, you know, like talk about like, holy shit, stepping into it, but he's handling it so well, man. Um, cause everybody's freaking out. And so, you know, it, that's a tough gig. I don't, I wouldn't I want say, it. Like I, you know, we, we do the same thing everybody else does. Like we kind of, you know, kind of, kind of try to like detach a little bit. So we're not just staring at the fucking news all day. Dude, you just sit there and watch like CNN or any of those things, like any of those news outlets, you think we're dying tomorrow. Oh dude, like, it's, it's bad. The world is crashed. Like, but like you, you watch like a news conference with Bashir, and it's it's like you walk in, and he's like, "Dude, it sucks, but we got it. Like we're doing all right. Like hang in there. It's yeah. gonna fucking feed." Dude, so, I I I, really I I had to distance myself. Liter- I mean, like literally, um, from from watching and and looking constantly all day long at news and fucking Facebook and stuff, just because, man, it. Well, I literally ended up apparently having my first panic attack that I've had since, you know, took me 42 yeah. years. This is what did it. But I, I had to just get that shit out of my head. And so I do want to be informed, but like, dude, enough, you can literally overdo it with this shit. I mean, real well, easily. And, like we had kind of had it like talk, like before, you know, we sat down to do a podcast or anything. Like when all this stuff was kind of like when everybody was kind of doing this, like, you know, sheltering homes and stuff. This is like the closest thing I have to a phobia. Yeah, man, like, I could see that for you for like sure. A shutdown, like a shutdown, freakout phobia. This, this is, this is would be like what fucking disturbs the shit out of me. Yeah, this, this is it, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude, I get it, man. It's, yeah, so. I go back and forth from being like, okay, I'm freaking out to like, you know what? We'll be all right. This sucks. I, you know, and and just just be smart about it and then freaking out a little bit more. And then, you know what I mean? So I bounce back, you know, I'm back and forth, but for the most part, I'm just like, at this point, I hate that my wife is still working in a, in a, one of the places it's never going to close because we need food. Um, and that's about the, the, the most, uh, stressful thing for me at the moment. But, uh, again, we'll, we'll get through it and, and she's being safe. So fuck it. I will say that I, I, I like quarantine wise, like whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm at like a solid week to 10 days of quarantine more than most people in our state. Yeah. Because like, like my boss was super cool. She was like, Hey man, you like, I know in December your kid was in the hospital with some respiratory shit. She's like, dude, don't even risk it. Just like stay at home do your thing blah 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 
So I, I, you know, I've been kind of like super detached from society for <laughs> a little bit longer than than the average bear, so to speak. Speaking of bears, you should see this motherfucker's beard, dude. Uh, let me paint a picture for you guys, by the way. And I'm sorry, we're like <laughs> fucking sitting here just bitching about the one thing that probably no one wants to talk about <laughs> or listen to people talk about. But so I, I'm holding a phone and Eric's got his phone and we're literally video chatting, but we couldn't figure out how to record like on Skype or anything. So we're, we're recording the audio through the mic while staring at each other holding phones. <laughs> and this dude has a massive beard, hence the bear reference. <laughs> But yeah. you know what, dude? It literally, we're, we're, fuck, dude, we can't miss a, you know, the one thing I didn't want to do was skip a week, you know, for, for the podcast. Yeah. I didn't want to well, skip a week, we you know? We did all that extra work. What's that? Well, we did all that extra work to get ahead on episodes, and they oh. just disappeared like it was nothing. Like, we went through them. I said we went through all those episodes that we worked so hard to get ahead on. Yeah, dude, with quickness. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It was like, oh, let's build up a, you know, let's pad it a little bit in case some, you know, in case like one of us can't record or can't do this, can't do that. And or in case there's like a pandemic, you know what I'm saying? In case the zombie apocalypse starts, then we've got some backups. Well, fucking a, <laughs> there it is. Well, here we are. Here Back we are. To week to week. Yeah, that's right. So, well, shit, man, we'll, we'll get through this nonsense, you know what I mean? And we'll be back to staring at each other in person sooner than later, hopefully. Yeah, so, you guys have to bear with us. Uh, I, I don't know what this audio is going to sound like, but we're going to fucking release it anyway, because it's all we got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but, you and, know. And thank you all. We, we actually, uh, we're getting ready to go over 5,100. Oh, dude, yeah. How could I skip over that? That that should have been the fucking intro conversation right there. We hit five grand, five thousand, and um, damn, that's amazing. So you're right, dude. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, thank you to all of uh, our our loyal listeners. Loyal listeners. Yeah. Which there's a ton of you guys, and it's amazing. It's still um, every time we we actually look at the numbers and the amount of people that listen to each episode. It's well, for me, I'm, I'm fucking dumbfounded. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, there, there's times where I'm just like, am I reading that right? Like, you know, <laughs> right. So, you know, uh, if you want to continue to support us and, uh, follow us, uh, we are on all the social media platforms. All of them uh, is based on true events podcast on instagram and facebook that's right we're also on the twatter hit us yep, hit us up at, that's right podcast b-o-t-e um where else we and at then, uh, uh if you uh don't do the instagram the facebook or the twitter then you can always send us your suggestions comments or concerns at our gmail hit them up on the gmail that's right based on true events podcast at gmail.com boom also, you can, uh, if you enjoy the YouTube platform, we do have a YouTube channel where we're, we're eventually going to get some video up. We've said that for how many episodes now, but I swear to fuck, we're, we're getting there. Um, yeah, we're, we're working on the details. Yeah, but that's a podcast. No, I'm sorry. Let's let's try that again. <laughs> that is based on True Events Podcast, colon boat. <laughs> yes. And uh, we actually have all of our, our episodes are already on there. We just don't have... Uh, Video. Josh and I, uh, ugly mugs on there. Yeah, um, yeah. So the podcast yeah. is actually on YouTube. It is, and it, and it, and the video is coming. This this little setback is definitely 
not going to stop us. We just might have an episode or two with some hopefully listenable audio, but it'll be subpar compared to what we've been doing. But we're going to keep doing it because, fuck it, it's fun and, you know, that we can't stop now. Shit. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, uh, and we still, uh, hey, wanna... we, we still got the uh, rock the boat going on, um, even though it's things are a little bit crazy. Um, or I'm sorry, not rock the boat. Uh, I wrote for boat. I wrote for boat still going on. Yeah, yeah you guys send in your suggestions. Have, uh... Uh, we'll pick our favorite and send you a free T-shirt. We're not going to stop doing that shit. So keep them and going. sometime when the world calms down, we're going to do our field trip to uh, Waverly. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, which I, enjoy a spooky good time. Which I made a joke, at, you know, hey, man, talk about social distancing. Where where would be better than fucking a giant abandoned fucking sanatorium? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, um, but, I, I don't know that they're going to, that anybody would be super stoked about us just gallivanting around. Uh, yeah, no, it's, know, it's not going to happen. So, unfortunately, it's postponed. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, well. Uh, what what the hell are we doing? Are we gonna sit here and talk about sad shit or what? No, nah, man, we're doing uh, we're doing a, a what the fuck episode. I know those are usually B sides, but we're doing a, a what the fuck episode is an actual episode. Um, That's and right. It's it's actually an idea that we pitched early on. It uh, whether yep. it was we ever actually talked about it on any episode, I don't know that we did. Um, but we've been talking about doing an episode about this subject since pretty much the beginning. Yeah, since Jump, um, it's it's been... I, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on like on an episode, but you and I have talked about it for a while, so... Um, and basically, this is your this is your episode. It was kind of your... I think you pitched it originally. It was your baby, but uh, I've been excited to do it ever since, so... Yeah, you, you really like this the, the idea of this episode. I think that kind of... <laughs> It'll be interesting, uh, to say the least. So previously we've done, you know, What the Fuck Portland, we did What the Fuck Chicago, and in our last What the Fuck episode about Chicago, I said, you know, I kind of wanted to stay away from maybe doing a city for a while, or wanted to kind of do something, a a different kind of What the Fuck uh, episode, so tonight's episode is What the Fuck Nicolas Cage. Boom, Nicky Cage, that's right, I love it, What the Fuck Nick Cage, (laughs) that's awesome. so this episode is going to be dedicated to <laughs> the eccentricities of Nicolas Cage. Um, some of, you know, some people like just love the shit out of Nicolas Cage. I know you love the shit out of some Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I love uh, the, hold on. I love the shit out of some of the Nicolas Cage movies. And I love the shit out of almost like the, the idea of Nick Cage. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I love Bill Murray and I love the idea of Bill Murray. I I don't love Nick Cage like I love Bill Murray, but I love the idea of Nicolas Cage. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just a whack a wackadoo kind of like out there that I'm always super curious about. I guess if that makes well, sense. Well, you know, he he definitely like lives by the beat of his own drum. Uh, he, yeah, that's uh, fair. You know, he, he's lived a crazy life. Um, you know, he he kind of. He doesn't really give a shit about what anyone thinks about him, I don't believe. Uh, I mean, I obviously don't know the dude, but um, (laughs) some of the the actions that he takes takes, kind of make you sit there and think, 
right, this dude doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't give two shits. Well, yeah, dude, he's definitely... Um, there's plenty of reasons to make fun of Nicolas Cage and to talk shit about Nicolas Cage and to whatever bash him, but I don't think he gives a shit, shit about any of them, and he knows what he's doing, <laughs> That, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, j- just a, a little background on Nicolas Cage is... Uh, he was born into Francis Ford Coppola's family. Uh, he actually changed his name from uh, Nicholas Coppola to Nicholas Cage so that he could avoid like the idea of nepotism, that he was only getting jobs because he was related to Francis Ford Coppola. Which would have happened. Um, it would have totally happened. I mean, I think it was a good move on his part. Yeah, it was. But it's not like he he kept it secret. Like, everybody still knows he was a Coppola. Well, that's true, I like, guess. <laughs> that's how, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Like, if that was, like, some real, like, deep Hollywood secret, that would be a different conversation. But yeah. Well, we are, by like, the way... Everybody we, fucking knows. Yeah, by the way, I, I would hope everybody knows. But also, I would hope that we don't have to preface this episode by explaining who the fuck Nicolas Cage is. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just jumped into it assuming that... <laughs> Everyone does. I mean, like, I would hope that we're safe on this one, but just in case, dude's an actor who's made some killer movies and some not-so-killer movies. <laughs> yeah, he's not a serial killer. We're not doing a mass murderer. Right, we're right. Not doing a serial killer. I don't think that's necessary, uh-huh. but you, you never know. Like, when I did Kurt Cobain, you were like, well, no, it's fair. You probably want to tell some people. And I'm like, who the fuck doesn't know who Nirvana is? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, people younger than us. <laughs> yeah. Just because he's important, they were important to us doesn't mean anybody else knows or gives a shit. Yeah. So anyway, so, sorry. So continue. My my bad. So his, yeah. So his his uh, professional life, um, you know, some can be some argue that like Nicolas Cage is actually like this genius actor <laughs> that everything that he does is like this. Like there's like conspiracy theories about him. Like not even not not anywhere near like what they're you have about Kubrick. Right. right. Um, but, but there's that, like, I think you were telling me that like one of the theories is that all of his movies are like one big movie. Yeah. Something about, cause before this episode, I, I Googled a little bit just so I could have something to bring to the table. Turns out, um, I, I knew a little bit of what I'd already read, but one of the things that I saw was every Nicholas Cage movie. If you put them together, completes or makes one giant long movie and i think you you like ixnade that immediately but i forgot what uh, well what was your what was your beef with that you said like so my my, the only way that that would be true and i would agree that that was even in the realm of possibility is if he was writing and directing and acting in all those movies right there's certain like there's no way that he could do everything that he's done especially like starting in the 80s as an actor no being hired to do yeah right yeah like he's taking jobs like yeah somebody is like hey man like why don't you do this role why don't you do that role yeah and (laughs) like uh, there's no way that raising arizona has anything to do with adaptation (laughs) you know what i'm saying right there's no there's no connection (laughs) both amazing Uh, movies by the way you know, one of the one of the best, I think, in my opinion, one thing that would lead me to believe that he's at least an overly competent 
businessman or negotiator when it comes to his actual career uh, was that he was cast in a Kevin Smith written version of Superman where he was going to play he was going to play Superman like they had the suit and uh, they had you know they had done screen tests and they did all these things and the the movie never ended up getting made obviously (laughs) Uh, but but he had worked into his contract that he was still guaranteed to make $20 million for signing the contract, whether the movie was made or not. And so he walked away with $20 million in his pocket and, and never, had to, never had to do anything. And like, didn't never do, had to do work. zero work. Right. Well, also, and we've had this discussion, so I don't want to like, you know, just beat a dead horse, but a Kevin Smith Superman, not a... Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I like old Kevin Smith movies, and we've talked about not being able to get into the new ones, I think, because we're older and I don't smoke weed anymore, so the dick yeah. and fart jokes aren't as funny. But a Kevin Smith Superman would have been a flop, Well, but I in mean, my opinion. I know he's a big comic guy. Don't get me wrong. So I know he'd know he'd probably write a good story, but the movie itself, there's no way. Well, you know, it's like he wrote – he. Like he worked on the screenplay for the Michael Keaton Batman in the eighties. Did he really? Yeah, and wow. uh, he he is he is like he had he got fired from that job for he went to Tim Burton and he was like, <laughs> dude, look what you're doing with Batman is not legit. Like this is stupid. He's like he he's like you can tell that. Like, he's like, have you ever even read a Batman comic? And he goes, and Tim Burton responded with, what kind of an asshole do I look like? Does it look like I've ever read a Batman comic? <laughs> and so so yeah, you, you hate that for you know, so many reasons, and especially because Tim Burton is like your fucking <laughs> the Antichrist to the, you. <laughs> dude, I fucking hate Tim Burton, man. Oh, uh, I'm, not gonna get on a, I'm not going to go on a, a hate speech or a fucking pro speech for Kevin Smith or, right. you know, I'm not going to go on a hate speech about Tim Burton. This is a, this is about Nicolas Cage. I just I felt like that was an interesting story that he got paid 20 million dollars to play Superman in a movie that never got made. Yeah, he got uh, well, he got paid 20 million to potentially play a fucking role. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that paycheck. Um, so, so one one interesting thing about him is, at the peak of his financial um, glory, uh, you know, he he was in you know The Rock, and he was in Con Air, which is yeah, your, your, <laughs> your wet dream material. Oh, um, it could have been so he, good, dude! It's the Steve Buscemi character, lot, dude. He did a lot of like summer blockbuster films. And he ended up amassing a personal fortune of around $150 million. To turn. Um, it, uh, it, in 2018, I believe was the last time anybody gave a shit to look um, or post a statistic about it. But he had dwindled that $150 million down to about $20 million. Um, and, and the way that he did it was, was poor investments, but it was mostly like him just Nicholas Cage just being Nicholas Cage, like <laughs> just doing fucking insane shit. Uh, so he, some of his more outlandish purchases, he bought two castles in Europe. Damn. Um, yeah, yeah, but you, you, I think we had talked about. It. You said 
and I agreed, like, that's not that, I mean, I think it's kind of cool. No, no, I, I, I agree, man. Fuck it. If you got $150 million and you can buy a castle, I'm probably buying a castle. I'm man. buying two castles. Right. Uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think that that's, that's super eccentric. That, well, I mean, the people, definitely people who. Some people buy mansions. I guess some people buy castles. Yeah, and people, but uh, people were lighting him up for that, man. They were like, and I, I think they said something about the three C. He always bought too many comic books, like thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars of like comic books, which cool castles, cool. And then uh, there was something else, like I forget it was something else with a C, but fucking. It was like comics, cars, and castles. Or maybe it was cars. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. Gone in sixty seconds. You know, whatever. But uh, the castle part is fucking cool. Comics, hey, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know why people were giving him such shit for that. I, I never oh, got dude, that. I, if, dude, if I had amassed $150 million in uh, personal fortune, I would have an insane comic book collection. Yeah, like, I know you would. would. Be <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like, I would have a room, like, dedicated to my comic book vault. Yeah, right. And, well, you've already got a dope ass graphic novel collection, so I, I can only imagine what you would do with that kind of fucking money. So, um, yeah, I mean, so I mean, the, that's kind of one of the, like to me. I don't know that I consider it like blowing through your money if you're buying shit that you want. Like, if you're buying shit you like, you know. Uh, yeah. Right. I think you, you and I are both kind of. Um, I think we differ in some of the things that we find interesting, but I, I feel like we, you and I both kind of live by the, the code of, you know, Hey man, I'm only kicking around on this planet for so long, man. I'm going to fucking enjoy Damn, every second of it. it. Damn right. I mean, to be honest with you, I spent way too much money on VHS cassettes and, and DVDs and Blu-rays and whatever. And then I had a kid and it's kind of stopped, but I like, I'm looking at it right now. Like, God, that's a lot of fucking money I spent on that shit, <laughs> but it was, you know, I loved every second of it and I still do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I collect, there's certain things that I collect and you know, my wife or somebody will be like, you know, well, why do you collect that? Like are you expecting it to turn into money? And I'm like, I don't give a shit if it turns into money. I give a shit that I enjoy it, that I like it. Yeah. That's why I got it. But also, yes, you know? it's going to turn into money, <laughs> but also, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> We can all hope. Yeah. Well, right, uh, right, right, right. I tell myself that anyway. Right. So. Right. Um, Back to so, Cage. So I'm, I'm kind of on. I'm kind of on board with you know that that li- part of his lifestyle. Yeah, I got no um, beef with that. Now he does have certain things in his collection that are um, are arguably weird. <laughs> um, he he bought five pygmy heads. Shrunk- shrunken. Heads. Yeah. See that even. Um, I don't think I could. Well, I know I wouldn't be able to get away with my wife, but I, for some reason, and I know it's way dark and morbid, but that's still cool as hell to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is. Yeah, to me, like, dude, I just, that, I'm like, dude, I don't... I don't know what you're going to do with them. I mean, I don't have this dope display case in my fucking fancy million-dollar office, so it'd, it'd be in the basement, dude. It'd be worthless. <laughs> well, but the other thing is, like, it, to me, it reminds me of that Atacama mo- Mummy episode we did, like, you're just keeping, like... Oh, dude, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, you're just... You're, these are, like, dead people. <laughs> like, Lit- You know what, know, dude, I... Dead family members. Oh, God. And, and, 
you got their head shrunk and sitting on your fucking bookshelf. Like that's kind of weird to me. It, I mean, no, and it. especially when you put it that way, because I, I, dude, yeah, I, I misspoke. I, I jumped the gun because I was just being like, yeah, cool, creepy things, you know. But realistically, yeah, dude, I don't want human remains in my fucking house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so fair enough. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really think about it. That's what I get for talking up my ass. <laughs> So uh, along with uh, the the castles and and the shrunken human heads, uh, he bought an octopus uh, under the guise that it was supposed to help him with his acting ability. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, uh-huh. what, what was his? What was what was the belief? Like why? How would that? I forget. How would it help him? I, 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 he would stare at it. And it would like help him with like the primal nature of acting. I believe was was what one article had said about it. Oh God! Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. Like okay. to me, there's a lot. There's a lot with with Nick Cage where you're like, okay, dude, like, are you just fucking making shit up? Like, are we having a real conversation? Um, yeah, God. that that one's out there. Yeah, the the peaceful. Like, yeah. if you want to yeah. just have an octopus to have an octopus, just have an octopus. Like, <laughs> You'll just stare at it to improve your acting. Right. It, he needs to like, stare at it yeah, longer. Like, it didn't work. <laughs> um, like, I, I don't understand point A to point B, but I'm also not Nicolas Cage. I've never made $150 million acting, so I guess maybe it works. Yeah, I, that's know. true. On that right. on that hand, <laughs> give me a fucking octopus. I get two of them. Uh, one thing about Nicolas Cage, though, is, is he, I, I believe that his heart kind of really, like, you know, he's got castles in Europe. Uh, he was born and, you know, kind of grew up in California, in the California area. Um, but I think his heart really is in uh, New Orleans. Uh, he, he's bought real estate down there. Uh, he actually purchased what was considered one of the more haunted uh, uh yeah. Residents down there. Lo, uh, lo, actually La Lurie. Lo, lo, what the hell is it called? Lo Lurie. La Lurie or something? Yeah. Um, he, had, he ended up, of course, having to sell that when he got into financial trouble. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he would stay there, apparently. That was like he, he didn't have any problem. Like, like he bought it for the fact that it was supposedly a haunted house. Yeah, it's on and, like when, uh, when I was looking for like a haunted episode and, and, and I was just searching for places where we could go like that one kept coming up. Of course, I knew we wouldn't go to New Orleans, but I'm pretty sure that's on one of those, you know, spooky good time tours. Like still, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, no, I've been there. Oh, I've, you've well, actually I, been I, there? I, yeah, like when I did the haunted tour, when I went on the haunted <laughs> tour uh, down in New Orleans, they take you, they take you past there. That is the, that is one thing that I'll say. Like we we talked about this a couple times. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the haunted tour down in uh, New Orleans that <laughs> yeah. I went on. Yeah. Um, they take you past a lot of places, but you don't go into any place. Like you no. don't actually like go in and see anything cool. They just like they wait till the sun goes down, and then they you walk around town, and they're like, "So and so did this here. This is blah 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 blah." Oh, and, you know, it is what it is. But right, uh, that's weak. 
So, but you definitely like you. We went past the the Nick Cage uh, haunted house down there. Um, <laughs> it really makes it a little bit less. Uh, well, if it was ever creepy, I, I'm assuming it was, but it makes it a little less uh, spooky. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, and by the way, Nicholas Cage owns this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he did. Uh, he does have. Um, he plans to be buried in New Orleans. Yeah, that's right. He actually, he actually had a uh, gigantic pyramid mausoleum built. Yeah. In one of the above ground uh, cemeteries down in New Orleans. Um, like, and, like, if you look at it, man, it's like legit. Like, it it looks well well built. Like, I mean, it's he spent some money on it. Right? Well, no, but it, dude, it is. What did you say? It was like nine feet. Like, that's big for a above ground. All that is, though, it just covers two two plots, though, right? I'm pretty sure it's just like it's gonna sit over yeah. where they're they're buried. Yeah, they just kind of slide you in and like push you to the side and then close the fucking <laughs> close you know, the push pyramid. Push fucking, yeah, like push a big fucking cinder block in front of it and call it a day. Dude, and again, that that's pretty excessive. Like that that's really unnecessary. Like <laughs> yeah. pretty showy there, uh, old Nick. <laughs> well, to, to me, like I mean, like you know, we've talked about this before. Like to me, like just put me in the ground. Like yeah. I, when I'm dead, I'm dead. Like, just put me in the ground. I don't need any, like, I don't need a big fucking thing. Like, don't, don't put me in the wall inside of a building. Like, that's just weird to me. Yeah, that's real like, weird. That's real weird. You know, you know, just, just in the ground. Like, it doesn't even have to be a pretty box. Like, <laughs> put me a cardboard, like, put me in a cardboard box. It's just like a fucking, like, refrigerator box and just slide it in the fucking hole. Yeah, like, I, I do want them to spend as little money as possible on that whole process with me. <laughs> yeah. But I want to be so, cremated, and I know you're. You got a thing with fire, so I, I, I get it. Yeah, I, I just, it's, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't. I've never. That's never been on my, like. Just put me back in the ground, man. Just put me back in the ground. <laughs> Fair I'm enough. Good. Put me in a gigantic, probably thousands of dollar giant pyramid. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundreds of thousands. Hundreds. Oh, that's ridiculous. Okay, yeah, that one, uh, that one cage. Uh, yeah, I get why people talk shit about that one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now I will say that uh, so he does keep some fairly interesting company. Uh, I know one of his travel buddies is uh, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> uh, for for good or or worse or terrible. It's got to be like watching a train wreck, putting Nicolas Cage and Charlie Sheen together in any kind of situation. Oh man, um, I, I would love to be a you know fly on a wall when they're when they're not in public. Um, I'm assuming they have to tone it down when they're in front of people a little bit. But dude, like just imagine like the two of them in a fucking hotel room or some shit. Oh god. Well, you think that they would have to tone it down a little bit, but when they were uh, they were on a flight, I think they were coming from. New York to LA um, and they were like halfway there and uh, Nick Cage decided to get up and he stole the PA <laughs> like the little phone while they're mid-flight and uh, gets on the phone and says that he's the pilot and that he's not feeling well and, and that the plane was going down oh my god um, that's so fucked <laughs> and, 
at which point they, he then like scurries out, kind of him and Charlie Sheen kind of scurry off back to their seats. Uh, the pilot apparently got everybody calmed back down. The plane lands. Uh, they they are then verbally scolded by the pilot before being able to exit the plane. Uh, oh and my then God. once they did exit the plane, they were they were met by six sheriff's deputies of the Los Angeles County Police Department or Sheriff's Department, <laughs> and uh, unbeknownst or uncaringly, right. Uh, Nick Cage uh, was un- uh, supposedly unaware that Charlie Sheen had uh, a fair amount of cocaine strapped to his ankle, which, I mean, it's Charlie Sheen. It's Charlie Sheen. Everybody's like, well, come on. Like, no matter where he goes. <laughs> the cops are like, hey, sh- you know you know the drill, Charlie. Dude, lift the socks up, you know, or something. <laughs> like, shit. But so he was yeah, hiding like, it. He was hiding it in his sock the whole time. Yeah, like he didn't even keister it. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't cornhole it or anything, man. He just was like, like he just fucking put it in his sock and was like, "I'm good to go." Oh, uh, he but, must uh, have been Peter, pissing himself. Yeah, dude, it's Charlie Sheen. He didn't give a fuck. Uh, that's true. Um, I got the money for they bail. Talked, they they had talked they, they talked their way out of it, and uh, no one was arrested for the the shenanigans. Uh, mid-flight. I imagine that that had to happen pre-9-11 because there's no way you get away with that after... Even if you're Charlie 9/11. Sheen and, and Nick Cage, dude. Even if. Yeah, yeah, dude, because, I mean, people get fucking kicked off of planes these days and arrested for, like, being too drunk or, you know, what the fuck ever. So Making a no joke about not- a bomb, dude. You make a joke about a bomb, you're getting yanked off. Yeah, so you got you can't tell me that the, that shit happened and everything was legit. All hunky dory, right? No, I'm sure they got in some shit, but not 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 as much shit as you and I would have gotten into. <laughs> right. So that's crazy. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. It's cra- that's so crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, Nicholas Cage also bought these. One, talking about like the pygmy heads he he he's apparently a collector of of the skulls of other things because he bought a 60 million year old uh t-rex skull that's right for two hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars uh two hundred and seventy six thousand i believe okay there you go (laughs) any chance i get to correct you it's so very rare so anytime i can correct you i'm like fucking i'm on it (laughs) phone to uh to do this episode so all this is actually coming out of my brain instead of me being able to fact check occasionally <laughs> that's true yeah that's good um, you never you do that's all your episodes are out of your brain don't even you just retain this shit man it's crazy uh but uh so he later after purchasing the the t-rex skull he found out that it was uh it was stolen and had to be uh return to its country of origin so that it could go back in the museum. Yeah, goddamn uh, Mongolians, remember? <laughs> yeah, goddamn Mongolians. <laughs> Tell them my shitty but, wall. <laughs> and I know you haven't seen the movie, or you haven't watched it in its entirety, but we, there are a lot of sections of uh, Nicolas Cage's life that almost play out weirder 
than National Treasure. Oh yeah, no, I right. haven't seen that one. But I, you were telling me though, because I love Indiana Jones, and but I for some reason I've in my mind I'm going, it's like the Mummy, and I hated the Mummy. So for some reason it's that kind of film to me. But you said you actually dug it, so I I I will watch it. I mean, don't get me wrong, like. Well, okay, so let me let me uh, let me clarify that. <laughs> I, I don't love I don't love National Treasure. Okay, but it does. It's it's based on kind of like historical figures in this like adventure mystery kind of story, and it's very <laughs> Disney, man. It's oh, is very it? Very Disney. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and so so like I liked it from like the aspect of a there's only a handful of times that I'm really able to kind of like detach my brain from reality. And for some reason, that movie is one of the ones where I can suspend belief, you know, suspend logic and kind of not just sit there and be like, this is all bullshit. Like, uh, well, it's one that I can sit down and put, put on and be like, okay, I can watch it. Well, it's just probably mindless, you know, it's entertaining, it's, you know, guilty pleasure, but there's actually some history in it. So you're like, all right, fuck it. I, I dig it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get so, it. So that, that I, that's a far cry from me saying I like that film. Okay, fair <laughs> if enough. It's on, if it's on and and I don't feel like finding the remote or putting something else on, <laughs> I'll watch National Treasure. Yeah. But I'm not going to seek it out and put it on if I, you know. Fair enough. Was uh, there only one of them or was there like a... There's it, two. Is there two? There's yeah. Nat- yeah, there's National Treasure 1 and then the second one's called like Book of Secrets or something. But it did... Wow, wow. I will say that the reason that one of the things that I do kind of like about it is it's it's not they don't deal with aliens, but it's that same kind of guise of ancient aliens from the History Channel. All right, yeah. Where it just you feel like one of the writers was just like, I know this is complete bullshit, but wouldn't it be cool if <laughs> okay? <I'm> <laughs> you know, All right, yeah, so, fair enough. I figured it would be slightly hokey. I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely you know. hokey. Uh, but but it deals with like there's an episode I kind of there's an episode I want to do um, for our podcast, and it's basically based on something that they talk about in the sequel, which is the 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 presidential book of secrets, uh, and that's kind that's the premise of the second movie is that they steal the Book of Secrets, uh, oh. the Presidential Book of Secrets, and kind of, you know, go around and... I don't even stuff. know what the Presidential Book of Secrets is, so okay, bring it so, on, dude. No, you don't have to tell me. I'm just saying, that's a, I always like a podcast or an episode where you bring something and I'm literally just, like, clueless, and the whole time I'm just, like, <laughs> fucking learning, <laughs> which happens <laughs> well, a lot. <laughs> so, uh, you know... So that that is that is my defense for uh, national treasure. <laughs> Not that I, I think they're great. <laughs> yeah, okay. but it, it, it is it is enough it is enough to, to have me watch both of the films and uh, <laughs> occasionally when they're on television I won't shut them off. Dude, I'm gonna watch uh, National Treasure and then I'm gonna be like, and that motherfucker made fun of me for Con Air? I can already tell, dude. I can already I, fucking feel it. First off, <laughs> is one of the worst things ever put on film. 
<laughs> it, dude, the it, fact that they have that many great actors in one movie and it's still a fucking steaming pile of dog shit. And it's so bad. It's I know, amazing. man. Dude, so I don't know what it is about that film. And, and dude, I agree with you. And I only, and I think I brought it up twice because I just know your feelings on it. And so for me, it's personally fun to just see you go, fuck you for mentioning that piece of shit. Cause I know you get so riled up about it, but I will say that I enjoy that movie, even though I know how bad the acting is it from, from great actors. Mind you, you told me Dave Chappelle was even in that. And I forgot you know what I mean? Like, yeah. dude, there's a John Malkovich. But again, I said it earlier in this episode. I wish the entire movie was about D- Steve Buscemi's character. Like that whole bit is is that's the creepy little part that I'm like, OK, this movie's pretty dope. But Nicolas Cage in that movie is god awful with his long ass hair. And I get it. Prison in a, in a fucking plane in the sky. It, it's bad all around. <laughs> I'm not pro. It's been like. Don't they spend a fair portion of that movie trying to get like, one guy insulin? Yeah, like, well, like, yeah, I like think that's his to... prison buddy or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a huge plot point. That they're like, <laughs> we gotta find his insulin. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, dude, I, it's not a good movie. So, but yeah, by any stretch. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, dude, so, we do this every time. Anytime yeah, we like, talk about any kind of actor we swear we're not going to get into a whole fucking podcast about movies but we every time we just get deeper and deeper into that conversation <laughs> i mean we did it we, we've done it with everything like at That's some true. point you just got to kind of like you know you just kind of kind of embrace the fact that it's, <laughs> it's what we're gonna talk about it's who like, we are yeah <laughs> If Nick Cage is the is the subject, we're gonna end up talking about bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> if if Kurt Cobain is the subject, we're gonna end up talking about good music. Yeah, it, that's fair. You know, it's just it, it's par for the course. I I would imagine. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But so so where were we before we got off that tangent? We were talking about his his weird collection. So the 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 Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. And yeah, that he had, to, he had to get back to the Mongarians. Mongarians, yeah. I, I I don't remember what the segue is into the bad movies, but I didn't mean to, to take derail us too much. Well, I, I, the segue got is started because I was saying how it, he his life is really is it's weirder in many aspects than na- like National Treasure. Oh, okay, you okay, know, okay, okay. Where you have like all these weird like he's got all these weird fucking collections. And got weird it. fucking, you know, interests and things like that. Um, you know, he he woke up one night at two o'clock in the morning. Oh right, uh, dude! A, a naked man that he did not know uh, uh, sitting at the end of his bed eating a popsicle. Fudge sickle, that's right. A, a fudge sickle. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, this one was weird, actually. Yeah, Nicholas Cage ended up uh, talking the man out of his house to to. Uh, the waiting police officers who took the man into custody and Nicolas Cage did not bother to uh, press any charges uh, against the man because the man was clearly uh, severely mentally ill. Which, Uh, I mean, kudos to him for even thinking, like, being that humane at that point because if I I remember correctly, because I remember the fudgesicle part, but I thought you told me, wasn't his wife in bed with him and his daughter like in the room yeah, or, or next door or something? 
his two-year-old child was in the next room and his wife was in bed with him when they were they were awoken by this man uh, sitting naked wearing Nicolas Cage's jet leather coat. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I, I laughed, but technically fully naked. I, I mean, he was covered. He was covered in. Uh, and this, that's, the weird thing is, I don't think that this guy was even a fan of Nicolas Cage. I think he just broke into the house. I think, he, yeah, and, it sounded like he was just like literally mentally just out of it and just ended up there. Because it, it, if I, I don't think there was any like he, no aggression on his side. In other words, the, you know. He was just yeah, sitting so, there, like, kind of non-violently just being creepy. Yeah, so had that happened in my household, <laughs> it, it would have been a loud bang at 2 o'clock in the, in the morning when I shot somebody in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have guns. I have a big crowbar, but it definitely would have cracked a skull open if there was somebody in the room. I wouldn't have time to be asking questions to think about, are you okay, sir? Like, are you mentally there? Like, I would react and then just be horrified afterwards probably you know like right. so, yeah, kud- so kudos uh, to him for having the the whatever <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i give him kudos on that one man like no I mean, I, he, he kept somebody alive i guess that's good the guy actually you know was mentally ill and you know i hopefully got some help that he needed right hopefully i, I just I'm kind of uh, defend the family first and sort it out later kind of guy. Yeah, well, I, uh, no, I get it, man. If I owned weapons, that's exactly what would have happened in my house too. Just out of sheer yeah. fear for my for my family, you know what I mean? Like, so whatever. That that's crazy. That that is absolutely crazy. Also, soup up your soup up your security there, uh, multimillionaire. <laughs> How did dude get in? Right. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, so his response to that was um, he did uh, end up moving his entire family to the Bahamas, um, which I feel like was a good choice. I, I feel like home invasion, uh, you, you, your next choice in life is, let, let's go to the Bahamas. Let's get away for a while. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get out of Dodge. Yeah, dude, that, that's uh, true, man. If somebody ever did, I'm knocking on wood and I'm fucking – but if, if anything like that ever did happen where somebody – had come into my home, I don't know if I would have ever felt comfortable again. I, I don't know. Like, you know, I hope I never find out, but I just can't imagine feeling safe ever again in my home. Yeah. I, and, you know, as even, you know, as a gun owner, a gun owner and, you know, somebody who is, I feel fairly confident uh, about, you know, making sure the house is locked down and things like that. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't know how well I would feel about the world if somebody got that close yeah. into the, the mix. Yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, no, dude. you. Uh, if, yeah. I, I have no fear for your family. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, well, you're, you're the first person I'm calling when this zombie shit does kick off. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, man, um, I need to borrow like 15 of your... 400 guns. You mind? <laughs> yeah, why not? Come on in. Yeah. Um, well, all right. So but, Nick Cage uh, handled it shit, and then he moved. Fair enough. Not that uh, crazy. I, I think I'll, I'll, the, the, the story that I'll end on is uh, kind of an interesting one. So after he split from his wife, 
Um, I don't know if this was the divorce or just uh, a, a general altercation, uh, but he was arrested for uh, drunken disorderly conduct, uh, terroristic threatening, uh, domestic violence, all these things. Uh, and the person who decided to bail him out of uh, lockup with an $11,000 bond was uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, dude, I forgot. I was like, I couldn't remember where you were going with that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so Dog, Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, <laughs> when, when asked uh, about the situation, uh, has always declined to uh, elaborate on the situation any. Uh, has always said he, he's protecting the... Uh, the privacy of uh, the client, and and so I mean, wow, old dog. Good, that that's an interesting dude, bad, by the way. You know, good or bad. Uh, you know, is, I will say at least he elicits a fair amount of loyalty out of the people that he decides to surround himself with. Um, yeah, that's fair. I, um, you know. We, we, we've talked about some of his eccentric behaviors and, and some some odder choices and things that he's decided to do. I can't really speak for the man as, is he a good human being? Um, well, right. <clears throat> I know there's much, there's many, many worse human beings out there in the world. Yeah, damn uh, right. To, to me, most of his shenanigans... Uh, I will say most, not all, but most of his shenanigans really just read like somebody who gets to fucking play pretend and get paid really well for it and doesn't have the hang-ups that a lot of other people do about, well, what are other people going to think? Well, you know, what should I, you know, he, he fucking lives life under the guise of, I like this. I'm going to do this. Yeah, um, that 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 is the appeal. Well, so again, and I'll say, it, raising Arizona was the initial. Anybody who made or was in raising Arizona, I am a fan of, and and in my opinion, they're fucking awesome just because of that alone. But because he's gone on to make these newer films like Mandy, and what's that one you just got? Uh, the color. Uh, the color. The color. Uh, the color out of space. Yeah, I want to see that color. one. Yeah, but but they're they're art weird art in indie uh, you know independent like artsy weird like passion films and and Mandy is is I, I watched part of it and I'm stoked to finish it. it you know it, they're ultra opposite of Hollywood. You know what I mean? And I love that he can do that. He's done his shit. He's made his money. Now it's and now it's like he's having fun and, and he's making some cool ass films about every two days. <laughs> it seems like. Yeah. Well, to me, like, I, you know, I'll talk, I'll bag on him. Like I'll talk a lot of shit about him. Um, but it, it's weird. Like most of the stuff that he does, if it's not a big studio film, I usually, like, I'll give it a day in court. Like, right. I, I've obviously, I've obviously seen The Rock. I've seen Con Air. I've seen Gone in 60 Seconds. I've seen National Treasure movies. I've seen his blockbuster films. Um, but Face Off, I, that's I, the other one. Face Off, yeah. I, I do really, 
I like the fact that he kind of makes these not easily accessible, not always user-friendly, hard-to-describe, hard-to-define movies, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And he could be a wackadoo. Well, we, we skipped a couple. He he, he married uh, was it Elvis' yeah. daughter or something? Yeah, yeah, Lisa Marie Presley. For like a really her. short amount of time. And then just it was like, like two months or three months or some shit. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, I was married to Elvis' daughter, and then, and then he went and stayed in uh, uh, Dracula's castle just so that he could uh, obtain some of the energy there. Like it's totally abandoned, and it was when he was making like uh, one of the films. I can't remember, but he like just came back from the set, and they were like, "You're tired," and he was like, "Yeah, I was in Dracula's castle." Like he just hiked up there by himself and shit, just cause I'm Nick Cage and I can. I'm like, dude, yeah. I love that about him, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I so the, I think the point of the the what the fuck episode of Nicolas Cage is, um, I feel like if I were you know in, in a situation where you know I had one hundred and fifty million dollars, I would not make the same decisions with my <laughs> money that he did. That's fair. <laughs> But I cannot really argue with the way that he made those decisions. Yeah, that's a good you know? way. To, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I wouldn't have bought all the same stuff, but I love the mentality he had, and that's the stuff that he bought, and I'm cool with that. We would have bought some weird yeah. shit too, just not the same weird shit. <laughs> yeah, like I would definitely. There are like nice vintage cars that I would probably purchase. There's some some fucking high-end sports cars that I like that I would probably get. I would definitely buy a fuck ton of comic books. I would, you know, I would buy houses. I probably wouldn't buy castles, but you know, <laughs> right? One man's house is another man's castle. I guess is, is <laughs> kind of an argument there. I would buy um, I would buy lessons on how to make videos of us doing podcasts so we can put them on YouTube. <laughs> That's the first thing I'd right, fucking yeah. invest in as a tutor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know so I, I, this is this is similar to the portland episode I, I feel like in my opinion where you know i'm not just shitting all over uh nick cage no you didn't uh, this was just really more of, more of a rundown of, of some of the shit that that his life has been filled up with and you know whether you agree with him being as as you know, whether you think he's a good actor or not, whether, you know. Yeah, he, that like, argument is stupid. Uh, like, yeah, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? As far as right. look how much look how many films he's made. So whether the yeah. argument if he's a good actor or a bad actor doesn't change the fact that he's doing something right and he's doing it his yeah. way. And I think that's why he's a badass. <laughs> and yeah, I, I no, get the what the fuck. I wasn't sure if you were going to just bash on him. But I knew that you would at least, at least share some of the more um, uh, wild or, or you know eccentric uh, things about him. So I'm glad you didn't just go off all like ape shit on fuck Nick Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I you know I, didn't, I I wasn't feeling that anyway. I don't I don't know if it's the the tone of the world around me. Um, I I feel like it is. It, I I wanted kind of a fun. A fun episode of eccentricity, more so than I wanted an episode where it was just bringing doom and gloom and, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. 
well, I, I like the topic, especially right now, even though we did start the, the whole the whole show talking about what what's going on in the world right now. I, I like the 58 minutes that we've spent or whatever uh, talking about something fun. You know what I mean? Just for the lack yeah. of a better term, it is fun. Because he's a wild dude, and he's he's done some cool shit and some not so cool shit, but he makes for an entertaining, you know, episode in my opinion. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I like it. Good call. And at least we didn't bash on another state for for now. Yeah. <laughs> we for for now we have not shit on another state. <laughs> yeah. For now, <laughs> wait for it. I'm yeah. sure it's coming. Yeah. Who knows what the next what the fuck episode is going to be? It could be a person. It could be a place. It could be a thing. That's right. Um, but Shoot us some be... suggestions, by the way. Hey, there, there's a good opportunity to send us some what the fuck uh, suggestions. That'd be fun. Yeah, man. Uh, I do. Uh, you know, wh- while this is going to be a a main episode, not not a B side episode. Yeah. Um, I do like the idea of the what the fuck episodes. Um, yeah, kind of bringing something a little different to the table, um, a little bit of a change up. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, what the fuck, Nick Cage, man? <laughs> what the fuck, Nick Cage, man? Right on. And so, for my next episode. Oh shit! You got it already. Um, you know what you're doing? No, I'm, I don't. I've got, I'm going to go to the suggestion pile. We got okay. suggestions out there. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be very. I'm going to be very mindful of the suggestion that I choose next. Um, For anyone out there that uh, does send suggestions our way or has been sending suggestions our way, we are continuously working on on putting those suggestions to life for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will say that I I believe Josh and I are both kind of the opinion that we're not going to uh, do the Spanish flu of 1918 or... the plague of you know <laughs> the Middle Ages. No, uh, we we're might not. Stay away from pandemic plague. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Viral, viral contagion uh, conversations for just a little bit. I feel like everybody's inundated with that shit anyway. Yeah, damn right. Uh, the 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 COVID nineteen uh, conversation happened earlier, and 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 that's that's the most you're gonna get out of us, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I uh, well, I mean, I, the reason I, I, I say that is because uh, we, I, I personally got a suggestion for uh, the Black Death, um, oh god, the bubonic plague, <laughs> and uh, it's it's gonna be a little while before I can get, I can get uh, my head wrapped around that. Yeah, uh, let us survive uh, this current uh, <laughs> pandemic, and then maybe we'll talk about some previous ones. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then we'll start we'll we'll start working our way backwards, guys. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but but keep them coming. And, and and honestly, you've said it a bunch of times. If we don't do it, that doesn't mean we didn't like it. It's just it's all about timing with us and being in the right headspace. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like when we when we knock out a uh, uh, an episode dealing with child, uh, you know, torture or anything involving children, we'll usually try to stay clear for at least a, a month or so because you can only take so much, man. That that, that shit's it's it's tough on me. On us. Yeah. So, uh, but keep your suggestions coming. Just because we don't do it next week don't mean we ain't going to do it. Damn right. Um, all right, man. We'll shit. Then we'll, we'll uh, stay tuned, I guess. We'll, we'll see what you do next week. We'll be, it'll be a surprise. Right. So, all right. Good surprise. shit, man. Surprise. All right. All right. Quarantine episode one in the books. Right. 
right. technically we've released a few episodes since the quarantine has started, but we had already recorded them. So yeah, this is the this first. Is yeah. Our first hence, hence the episode. what I am sure is to be amazing audio. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, fingers crossed, man. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Later, bro. Good shit. Later. Later.